So I wanted to jump into my startup, which is Renly, R-E-N-L-Y. It's a combination between rent and friendly. If you want more information about us, you can go to renly.co. That's R-E-N-L-Y dot C-O. And I wanted to jump into current status and what happened this week, as well as a little bit more backstory about about the startup itself. So Renly um, is currently in the prototype phase. So we are building out the prototype. Uh, I am managing the development of the prototype and the platform, and I have four full stack developers working with me on that um, that are doing it for strictly equity. Um, and I'll share with you how that happened. Um, it was a very interesting journey. But uh, a little bit more backstory on Renly, like I promised. Renly is um, elevator pitch. It's an Airbnb for the beauty industry. Um, the beauty industry is a $50 billion year business. <laughs> uh by no means a small small business or industry. Um, that wasn't surprising. What was surprising to me is realizing that about $5 billion a year is being spent on rent for physical beauty space. Um, and this is a real situation for me, a real pain point for me, um, because my wife is in the beauty industry. And she's been uh, a salon owner and stylist for the past 12 years, and she has a salon now in Beverly Hills. But... Um, her journey to there has been through many different salons. And um, this is what I realized is like if you walk into any salon and you get your hair cut by your stylist, you know, there's really only one person in that entire salon who has their name on the lease, um, who is solely responsible for making sure that the rent is paid on time. Um, everybody else is in there is either renting the space or they're paying a commission for the space. Um, and so for me, I quickly realized like there's a better way to do this. There's got to be some matchmaking ability um, and a platform for us to broker the transaction. Um, right now, the only, believe it or not, existing platform for this is Craigslist, which obviously if you've been on there, um, is just archaic and hugely ineffective and not efficient. Um, and so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to build a platform that allowed not just hairstylists, but literally um, beauticians, uh, anybody who works in the beauty space with their place of work. Um, and so uh, you'll, you'll also realize that you know, a large percentage of beauty space is actually not being used. 90% of um, salons and spas have unused space that's not being maximized. And so they're, they have a need to fully find somebody to rent this space so that you know they don't have to worry about making the rent on time. Um, and at the same time, there's tons of stylists and beauticians out there that need to find a space that, that fits their profile. Uh, and there's just really nothing out there that's matching this. So in theory, the idea was great. Um, to me, it solved a real pain point. So a lot of the main initial things of, of you know creating a startup are there. Uh, but having gone through that route before, having consulted and, and, and worked at other venture-funded startups where they just went in on an idea uh, and not fully flesh out everything, realize product fit, understand the customer and the marketplace. Um, I really wanted to try to figure out how to do that first before I spent all this time um, diving into something that may or may not find its audience. Uh, and so what I did was really try to create 
again, the most minimal viable product, and I, I, I can't emphasize this enough, but minimal viable product or MVP is a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, VCs refer to it's, it can be just a Squarespace website and it could be something that, you know, is a static page that takes a very simple call to action, um, that gives you enough confidence or gives you enough users or customers that are actually interested in a product or service without making any actual commitment. Now let me dive into this. Um, so I thought that this was a good idea, but I didn't know if the rest of the country or the rest of the United States would have salons or stylists that thought this was a good idea. Um, I live in Los Angeles, which obviously, you know, beauty is a huge part of the landscape out here. But is it in Boise, Idaho? I don't know. Is it in Detroit, Michigan? I don't know. Um, and so that's that's one of the things is I didn't want to build this thing not knowing for sure um, that outside of Los Angeles that I felt that you know people would actually use it. So uh, what I decided to do was create an MVP, um, which ended up being just a website. It's what Renly.co currently is um, that had – Two, two forms, two different types of calls to actions, one for the stylist, the other for the salon. And literally it was just having them fill out a form. Now, this is where the email marketing campaigns and strategies come into play because uh, I bought a list for $250 of salon owners, supposedly salon owners. And I realized that the list is going to be pretty dirty, but for $250, I was able to get a list of 30,000 emails. And off of that 30,000, I assume probably about 10,000 are going to be dirty and are like not going directly to the right person or just completely wrong industry. Um, so maybe 20,000 of those were going to be clean. Um, and even those 20,000, again, depending on messaging, there's a lot of things that may or may not make it work for you. So I said, look, I'm going to take these 20,000. I'm going to tell my story as best way as possible. I'm going to send them to the website, send them to the static page of where I want them to do the call to action. And if I get enough people doing the call to action, then I'm going to go ahead and move forward with this because it would give me the confident confidence to know that there's a substantial marketplace. Uh, that, when I first started, you know, with that list, I was like, look, if I get 500 salons, I think, you know, 500 around across the country, that'll be a good start. Um, I ended up getting 5,000. So I'm going to talk to you about that, how, what I did for that real quick. Um, so the first thing was obviously getting the, getting the domain name, figuring out the name of what I wanted to call this idea. And then it was about fleshing out the idea into the most rawest, simple, cleanest, concise, um, one liners or like blurbs that I could, uh, and then figuring out what this product or service was and then how I was going to tell that story to the potential user or the client or the customer. Um, and once I was able to do that, then I was, then I decided to go ahead. I'm going to make the purchase on Squarespace for $12 a month. You know, you can go ahead and build out a very beautiful website to tell this story, create forms and create a call to action on your website, um, to go out and test out your theory of whether or not this business idea is going to have any legs. And so I did that. I, I, bought the domain name. I went ahead and built the website. It took me probably about, cause I'm not the most technical guy, but it took me about 10 to 12 hours to build out the entire site. Um, and that also goes into copy, 
um, asking the right questions in the forum, consulting with my wife and her friends and all that kind of stuff um, until I have what you see now at redlead.co. And now I have the site and I have the MVP. Um, now it's not a working MVP, but it's an MVP nonetheless. And now it's about is there a demand for this? And so that's where I bought the list. That's where I imported it into intercom.io um, because they allow you to – for a two-week free trial, import as many leads as you want to, um, which is great because I can import all 30,000 uh, emails into there and then start cleaning through it. Um, so what I ended up doing was imported all 30,000, did some beta testing, followed my, my templates and my, uh, my, my steps to creating an effective email marketing campaign, and then I did my testing, and then I launched you know, full force um, with, to all the leads, on X day, on X time, with X template, uh, based on what the tests told me. And off of those 30,000, I ended up getting 5,000 salons that ended up doing the call to action, which is actually filling out the form and saying, look, I am this salon based here, and I am looking for X, Y, Z. And I had a list of different types of um, beauty professionals that, you know, that they could choose from. Uh, and once I had that validation come back to me again that's when i realized that this is something that had legs that this idea that cost me less than 500 dollars to test like 250 for the list um uh maybe like 50 bucks for the domain and maybe like another sorry 50 bucks for the domain and the website dude <laughs> uh and i spent a little bit of money on social media to start building out um, a following on those things just so that if somebody went to the different social medias through the links on the website, it wouldn't look like it was at zero or just a brand new thing. Um, but yeah, I got I got enough people. 5,000 was enough for me to substantiate like this is something to move forward with. Now when you have it, that, you know, it's great. It's, it's great to have that validation. But if I'm not a technical person, it's still a risk to go out there and then try to build this from scratch. Um, you know, there's a few ways you can do it. You can go out, you can hire a digital agency. Uh, you can try to find co-founders, uh, and you, or you could try to outsource it to India if you're really on the, on a budget. Um, but this is no easy feat. Like to build a platform like this, it's at minimum probably going to cost you upwards of 10 to hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, 10,000 meaning you handhold the experience and it's going to, it's going to kill you in time, um, to outsource, but you may be able to get a prototype. So I didn't want to do either of those things. Um, instead, I ended up finding some co-founders through cofounderslab.com, which I highly recommend. Um, but going onto that platform was a lot of, well, was a lot of, it's, it's worse than Tinder. Let's, let's put it that way. It's, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort um, to go out, meet with designers, uh, developers, I'm sorry, and, and source through them, do a lot of meetings, talk a lot on the phone. Um, you're pitching yourself, you're pitching an idea, you're trying to find the right, the right balance. Uh, and it was only after about two to three months that I found, um, that I found somebody reach out to me <clears throat> and said, look, I, I think what you have here with Renly is actually a good idea. Uh, let's talk. And so we talked about it and, um, I ended up giving away 40% equity to them. It's a team of four developers um, full stack, full stack developers, which if you guys don't know, it's like trying to find a unicorn out here. Um, but, um, 
got them on board and have been working with them ever since, since about a month ago. Um, we've just completed all the wireframing process, which if you don't know what that is, it's the step-by-step -step from when somebody lands on your main page, um, how the different experiences are going to be. But if they click on this, what's the next page they're going to see? And they click there, what's the next thing they're going to see? So that's what a wireframe is essentially um, page by page build out of, of the user experience. Um, so we went through that and now we are going to be uh, actually doing the coding and the database structure um, and we will have that working for us in the next two weeks and we're hoping to launch in about two months from now with the working prototype. Um, but there's just a, it's, it's just really cool and it really goes to show you that uh, you know you can test your business idea for, for very little money, just just your personal time. Um, if you do it right and you do it smartly and you don't have to invest $10,000 into something and then try to figure out if it's going to work later. Um, that being said, you know, I also got really lucky by finding the right co-founders. A lot of people aren't that lucky. Uh, but then if you're not that lucky, then you're not that great of a salesperson probably, or your product isn't really, or your service isn't really up to par. So, um, yeah, I think it comes down to just really knowing your shit and, being able to pull everything together, fleshing through things on your own first before just taking it to market. Um, I think it's super important. And and I just shared with you how you can do it for, for really nothing. So there's really no excuse for shitty products out there or wasting tens of thousands of dollars on something that you don't know if there's a market for yet. Okay. Um, I'm going to dive into, you know, my freelance consulting um, business next and kind of what the updates are with that uh, and yeah I'll, I'll give you another updates next week with what's going on with Renly um, cool talk to you guys later thanks